for those of you who have not been keeping up, I'm just going to say it's, it's been an eventful couple weeks. And if I sound a little off today, I'm sorry. I really am. It has been a strange, strange week. And I've got a lot of decisions to make, a lot of decisions that have been made, and a lot of changes that are happening. And I also want to talk about Enola Holmes, and we have our regular game review from M. So we're going to get to all of that on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, or that person that's on the YouTube a lot. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Okay, I'm, I, I really want to apologize. I kept putting off recording this episode because, well, last week was a train wreck for many reasons, and then Saturday was insane. It was just sheer insanity. Uh, I feel like I've told this story a thousand times, but a a fireworks store not far from our house that is literally right next to a gas station caught fire the other day. There was booms all over the place, and it set off my PTSD and caused all kinds of havoc inside my brain. And honestly, all I want to do is like just lay down and sleep and forget that the entire world exists. But I can't do that for four reasons. One... I don't sleep, so I would just be laying there thinking about all the bad things in the world, and I don't need that. And two, I have all you lovely people to talk to, and so I'm going to continue to do that. <sighs> but yeah, my brain is completely fried, and I apologize for that. And on top of everything else, my eyes have become very light-sensitive over the last couple days, which I think is just because they have. This happens every now and then, and I I don't know. Eh. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Mainly, what I've been struggling with lately is trying to figure out exactly how I'm going to start getting my fiction out in the world, because while I have kind of committed to this idea that I want to do web novels, I don't know if I want to be doing multiple simultaneously, or if I want them all coming out one after another, or how... I want to deal with any of this. And I just don't know. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that there really isn't a right or wrong answer in any of this. Because trust me, I've looked. I've looked. Everyone has an opinion. All of those opinions, uh, to be charitable, conflict. So I'm going to figure something out. I, I, I have decided that I'm not going to go forward with any of these projects until I have one in a state of completion, as in it is all 100% written. Not necessarily edited, but written. That way, I know in my heart of hearts that that is a series that will go out, and I'm not starting something that I won't finish. Because I think that's a good way to go about it. That feels right in my bones. So that's what I'm going to do. 
and hopefully you all are okay with that. Because <sighs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, and it's it, it it's fine. It's fine because that's that's my new catchphrase. Apparently, I'm just gonna start selling T-shirts with my face on it that says oh, "That's fine." You know, I should actually do that. Like that really bored, depressed picture I have of myself on Instagram, and just that picture, and it's fine. I might do that. I might just turn myself into a meme because that's just my mood right now. But everything in the universe isn't bad. Everything in the universe isn't terrible, even though, you know, it really wants me and you and all of us to believe that that is the case because there are wonderful movies out there. And I saw one that I want to talk about. I've talked about it a little bit, but I just want to gush today. I just want to talk about something that I absolutely freaking loved. And I'm going to do that. So, Enola Holmes is a movie that has come out recently on the Netflix that stars Millie Bobby Brown and Henry... Henry... See, I always said Cavill, but lately I've noticed everybody saying Cavell. And I don't know if that's because it's like a thing that people do or if that's how it's actually pronounced. So, I don't know anymore because, you know, not knowing how to pronounce things is kind of my condition. And being really nervous about naming people wrong is a, you know, headspace for me. But if you have not seen this movie, it is utterly delightful. It follows the long lost sister of Sherlock and Mycroft and begins at their family estate on the day their mother goes missing. Millie Bobby Brown is a national treasure, and she proves it even more in this movie. She is the perfect casting. I have to say that for just about every role in here, they were the perfect casting. I don't know of anyone that I would rather have in any of these parts because they just pulled it off and as an ensemble, worked really, really well. Now, having said that, I do feel like, just because I'm all about self-doubt today, I should point out that this is not an ensemble cast movie. This really is about Enola and her adventures, but we do get a few side glimpses of Henry Cavill Cavell's Sherlock, because why not? And I have to say, I kind of want a spinoff series of him playing Sherlock because he's the last person that I would expect to play Sherlock Holmes because, I don't know, I have a certain stereotype in my head. Like, I had a hard time with the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes because he doesn't fit the stereotype in my head because I may have a, you know, slight obsession with Sherlock Holmes. But other than that, I really enjoyed it. And I like the banter between him and Mycroft and that to me is one of my favorite things about especially a lot of the more modern renditions that really wants to play up the rivalry. Yeah, we'll use the word rivalry between the two brothers. I enjoyed it quite a bit and like I said, would like to see that as a spinoff. The other thing that I enjoyed about this movie, and it is based on a series of books that I'm not going to talk about too much just because I have not read them yet, though they are on my increasingly long TBR. It doesn't go too far. And when I say that, it is about a young protagonist who basically has superpowers because she's really good at fighting. Like, she's basically young Sherlock Holmes. So everything that you would attribute to Sherlock Holmes, except for it's a young 
girl who has those powers who happens to be his younger sister. And of course, all of those powers get attributed to their mother, which I also absolutely love. But it doesn't feel unnatural that a 16-year-old, I believe is the age that's actually stated in the movie for the character, would be doing all of the madcap adventures that we see her doing because they actually take the time to ground us in the story and in the setting so that we know why and how she knows how to do all the stuff that she does. And I appreciate that so much. You have no idea. Also, there's a romantic subplot that goes through. Well, kind of romantic. Hmm. There's a subplot that could have been a really obnoxious love interest story. I'm just going to say it that way. That isn't a really obnoxious love interest story. And I also appreciate that about this movie. Because they're 16 and you got to be careful with that stuff, folks. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. But I liked it. it was, their relationship was cute without being saccharine, and it did liven up the movie. I wanted to see more of them together. The actors had really good on-screen chemistry that brought it to life. The twist ending was just amazing, and I, I loved it so much. And plan to watch it and rewatch it several times because this is one of my new happy places. Because that's what we need right now is more happy places. Not necessarily happy, uplifting, good-hearted stories. Like, I'm not looking for Hallmark. It's just there's enough gloom and doom in the world that I am done with the grimdark entirely. And this show was, well, movie, was a good antidote to that. I do have to say, though, I am excited because it has already been announced by both Millie Bobby Brown and the director that they are working on the sequel. And uh, I, I will definitely watch it. I will definitely watch it because it was such a good movie. Now, I have already touched on this a little bit about some of the things that I liked about it, but I kind of wanted to talk more philosophically for a minute and not just specifically about Enola Holmes because I find myself seeking out more YA content lately. I had some friends talk me into watching The Descendants for the first time, the Disney Channel show, and oh my goodness, so much better than I expected it to be. Just, just very entertaining and a lot of fun. And I can't wait to watch the other, I think, five movies, four movies. There's quite a few movies in that series, and I, I, I'm down for it. I'm here. I am here. And I think the reason for that is, I, yes, I'm tired of the grimdark. I am just, we live in a grimdark world right now. Like, everything is darkest timeline. So when I go to have the entertainment, I don't want to go there. I don't want to be in the grim dark because that's just where I am naturally. Like that's just the nature and state of the world right now. So yeah, there's that. But there's also a sense of play in these YA stories that gets lost in a lot of adult stories. And I don't I don't know why. There seems to be a great confusion when it comes to writing mature content. That mature means that it is either raunchy 
or that it is overly self-serious. And number one, I, trust me, I have nothing against raunchy content. I love Big Mouth so much, just like a little too much, and have been wrestling with my own depression kitty lately. So, yeah. The fact that that has become my common language to discuss my experiences right now just shows how much that show has infiltrated my brain. But the self-seriousness is one of the things that I think makes adults problematic nowadays. And I, I just... With everything going on in the world right now, we have two flavors of people. We have those that are taking things way too seriously and those who are not taking things seriously enough. And they're not the same problem. They're not the same spectrum. And they're not even opposed to each other. And that's what's wrong with the world. This idea that being an adult means that you take everything like overly seriously to the point where you are going to use your Google Latron to figure out the truth and you're going to be able to discover that better than doctors and scientists and everybody else is ludicrous. It's crazy. But then beyond that, you can't have a sense of humor about anything. So you can't make fun. You can't make jokes. And no, I'm not talking about PC culture or call-out culture there. I'm just talking about in general. I made a generic like joke and got called out for it on a stream not that long ago in my DMs where it always happens. Because that's not what adults do. No, no, that is what adults do. Look, I pay my bills. I do what I need to do to get by. That's what an adult is. It's someone who takes responsibility for their life. There's a difference between taking responsibility for your life and being that person that's overly self-serious. Look, I don't have to take everything that happens in my life that seriously. If I want to call my depression my depression kitty and tell it, like, no, you can't be on my lap right now because it makes me giggle when everything else is gray clouds and darkness, that's what I'm going to do. And I highly encourage other people to do that. Look, no one wants to encourage responsibility more than I do because if I were to be honest, the two things that the world needs most right now is people who take responsibility for their own actions <clears throat> and <laughs> compassion. Because these are in such short supply right now, it just drives me batty. But that's why I'm drawn to this other content that is, oh, how shall we say it? Not overly self-serious, that is a little tongue-in-cheek, that understands, hey, we're here to have fun. Because you know what? That's what entertainment should be. And yes, every now and then indulging in all that grim, dark stuff is nice. But if you don't have a sense of humor at all, it just becomes one giant shade of gray. And I don't really care about it anymore. Hi, Charlie, it's Ebbs, and let's talk about Township, shall we? Everybody was playing Township, and I was like, I don't want to play Township. I don't like, I'm not fond of animals. I, I don't hate them, but I'm an animal avoider. I don't want to have to pick up any kind of poo or uh, change any litter box or <laughs> anything like that. So I'm sure as hell not going to be playing with cows or chickens. But, so uh, my best friend and my mother were both playing Township, and they were like, oh, can you send me this? Can you send me that? And I was like, wait a minute. 
what, let me see this stupid game. And, you know, I saw my friend Aries game and she had all this Halloween stuff in there. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. They have Halloween stuff in Township. Oh my God. She's like, yeah. And they have uh, Chinatown and they have uh, movie studios and they have, you know, all this stuff that you can do. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, here we go. So I've been playing Township for about, I think, three years now. And there are pluses and minuses to it. Pluses are, yes, you could have a whole Halloween town. And my Halloween town grows by the season because although they bring a lot of the same stuff back, number one, you may not be able to afford it then. So you can save up and and maybe uh, have more money to spend the next time and get those more expensive items. Or also they do add some new be stuff uh, every once in a while. And so yes, you have to be a total farmer. So at the beginning, you're a total farmer, you're growing crops, you're doing crappy stuff to like make your town bigger. And then once you get, you know, kind of in a groove and higher up in levels, you get to build more parts of town and make your town more unique to you. So mine has horror stuff. It has um, a Golden Gate Bridge, which <laughs> is great. Uh, but there's there's attractions from all over the world so I do have a Seattle and a London and a you know (laughs) that kind of stuff uh Italy there's a leaning tower of Pisa and there's also a pizza place so you know I had to put them on the same block and uh, (laughs) and then you know there's temples there's big cathedrals there's a wedding chapel there's people getting married and getting their pictures taken there's all kinds of houses mostly in the beginning of my town is um, like the old Victorians or the, you know, ones that we have here in San Francisco. And then, um, you know, you branch out into big, super apartment buildings and all this kind of stuff. They have a pirate. I have a pirate cove. So that's kind of cool with a ghost ship, which is a, a ship that's like all piratey. But then it like disappears and you're like, where did my ship go? And then it comes back. Oh my god, it's the small things, but it does have an element of it to make your imagination go and to have fun while you're playing with your friends and family. And unfortunately, they do have a zoo, which I cannot stand. The way they handle it, the way they make you pay for all these big um, animal entrapments, (laughs) and then make you put animals in there. My son loves that part, so yay, but... It's really kind of just annoying to me. I kind of avoid the zoo. Just as I avoid animals (laughs) in real life. (laughs) You know, I used to love animals and I love kitty cats and I used to have kitty cats and I used to have dogs even. But after my son, I pretty much am done cleaning up after people and and caring for more than I have to. (laughs) The son you can't just give away or, you know, adopt to another home (laughs) as easily as you can. The puppies. So, uh, anyway, now I live a pet-free life, and except if you're going to count my two werewolves, my son and my husband. Yep. Werewolf Frankensteins is what I call them because they destroy everything and stink up the place. <laughs> oh, but this audio is supposed to be about township. Um, I endorse it. I, it's not very fun when you very first start, but if you can put the time and effort into it, it does become fun. The big thing is, I hope they don't ever just, like, take it out from under us, like Cafe World and Puka and Neopets and some of those other kind of games that you play online and you think they're going to be there forever and put all these hours into it and boom, gone. So, do you play Township? Do you want to add me, Charlie? We could give each other gifts and we could we could help each other trains and planes and automobiles go. That would be really fun. Send me your ID and I'll add you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that would be fun i this this is my problem i don't play enough games 
I really don't play enough games. I want to, and I'm bad at it. And I think that's why everybody is sending me game recommendations, because they're all wanting me to play their games. I don't know, I'll definitely check this one out. It sounds like a bushel of fun. As somebody who believes in archiving, though, I'm really getting frustrated at how many of these games people are investing time in, and then they're just evaporating. Because that is part of our history, and we are losing it. It is part of our culture, and we're losing it. And that needs to change. But, well, we'll see how that works out in the future. So yeah, it's widely known that there are very few games that I play. Like, I play my Slime Rancher, I play my um, No Man's Sky, I play a couple other games here, there, and yonder, Rise of Man, um, Kingdoms of Castles, you know, stuff like that, because it's kind of the person that I am. Like, I love a good city builder, and that's why Township might be a game that I end up playing in. I love City Skylines, like, oh my goodness, I love that game, just a little too much, I think I have every expansion pack for it except for the disasters because life is enough of a disaster i don't need that in my game <laughs> see earlier rant about that but cat leo and the peanut gallery have been trying recently to convince me that i should be streaming my play of <sighs> monster prom and i i do not own monster prom i have not bought it yet and honestly, I think they just want to play. I think they just want to play it. I don't think it's necessarily that they want me to stream. But I, I when I saw the game, because Kat showed it to me and did kind of like a little walkthrough about it, and I just went, ooh, that would be really fun. Because I have game envy. Because I don't know how much you all spent, time you all spent on the YouTubes, but Meta Lamoureux, Jace Maxwell, and Cat Leo have been doing this triple play of The Sims that is incredible and wonderful and, like, going to be very, very quoted. <laughs> very, very quoted from now on. Like, oh, I hate that window. Oh, that one's too big. It's going to be, like, my new thing for a while. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to explain that to anybody who missed it. But it's definitely going to be a thing. And I want to I want to go to there. Like, I look at how much fun that they're having, and I think that would make for a very interesting stream and very interesting thing to do. And so, months... <laughs> See, I've never played a dating sim. I've never played a dating sim. Steam thinks I should play all the dating sims. Like, when I go through my Steam recommendations, you know, that like, hey, here's the games that we think you should buy thing that they do. It's all dating sims with a few, like, 4X games thrown in for spice because, like, I don't already own them. <laughs> but I've never played one. And in real life, like, one, I have been married for 23 years, so it's been a long time since I ever had the opportunity to date. And even before that, I didn't really date, like... I was queer in the 90s, and dating was not really a thing that we did on the scene. So, I don't know how this would actually play out, and I think that's part of the morbid curiosity that these wonderful ladies have in wanting to see me play it. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And the fact that my mind immediately turned it into a stream 
shows the problem that I'm having. It's like, well, if I'm doing it productively, then I can justify taking the time to do it, because I am part of the problem that I talked about previously on this episode. I take some parts of my life way too self-seriously, and I don't give myself the downtime. I don't give myself the opportunity to just do things, even though I want to just do things. So, yeah. All the frustrations are mine. All of the pain, the misery, and the heartache is mine. And I don't know. But I'm going to figure it out. Plus, I don't know if my computer would let me do that. This is the other problem that I'm having right now is like, whether or not it would let me run the streaming client and the game at the same time is a question mark, question mark, question mark moment. But also lately, the machine that I would be playing the game on has decided that I can't use my streaming client over there at all for reasons that I don't I don't understand because it's new, just like it just started happening. So I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. But I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to discuss it with y'all. Whether or not y'all think that that would be an interesting thing to watch me bumble around in a dating sim with probably two cackling ladies in the background who are laughing at all of my bad choices. And uh, yeah, do you think that would be a thing? Would you be interested in that? Because it may be the only way I could talk myself into doing it. I don't know. So with everything going on right now, and with everything that we're doing and just all of it, I feel like I am like on the verge of like a whole new world. And it's an exciting feeling and a really troubling feeling all at once. And I don't like it because, you know, the world is on fire. And I don't know if that fire will go out, if it'll flare up, if it'll just finally explode and we'll all go. Like, I'm just waiting for the aliens or the black hole or whatever, you know, just what's, what's stage two to 25,000? Because I've really lost count of what stage we're in. But I am still moving forward. I'm still getting work done. I'm still moving forward. Yeah, I just have to keep saying that out loud because I don't feel it. And I don't know how many of you are having that problem, too, where no matter how much you accomplish, you just feel like you're on the cosmic treadmill and your feet are moving, but you're not getting anywhere. It's not your fault. I mean, the universe is messed up right now. The planet is messed up right now. Our history is messed up right now. But we will get through it. We will move forward and we will get to the other side. I I have faith in us. I don't know if that's an irrational faith or not, but I do have faith in us. We will get to the other side and it'll be fine. It will be fine. It'd be different, but it'll be fine. I just don't know how long it's going to take to get there. And that's where, that's where my brain is completely falling apart. And I'm just like, not, not doing well, but let me know how you're doing. Let me know what you're up to because you know, it helps. And especially since I'm now doing this podcast weekly, it would be nice to know 
what all you would like to hear me talking about in here because I am going to be doing more reviews. I'm going to be doing more this, that, and the other thing. And I just would like to know what it is that if you have any special requests, that would be awesome. If you are excited about this week's World Building Wednesday, it, it, if you are, I hate to say this, this is where it gets like really nasty. If you are a patron, you won't, unless you are a patron, you will not get to see it this week because everything, all the world building and writing content has moved over to my new podcast, Myth Weaving, which should be available everywhere now. Just search for Myth Weaving in your favorite podcast app and you should find it. All of the episodes of World Building 101 and 201 are over there, as well as a few others. And it's taking a one-week hiatus for non-patrons, because patrons will be getting that podcast one week early and commercial-free. And so that's why there's going to be a bit of a hiccup in the making of things, because this week's episode goes out on the Patreon, and then you everyone else will get it next week with commercials so if there you go but that 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 will be happening over there so check it out i have a third podcast that will be launching soon taking place at fiction friday but i can only really launch one thing at a time right now so that's where i am thank you so much for listening if you have any questions comments or topics you would like to hear discussed on any of my shows in the show notes You'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If my sales pitch was enough and you're interested in helping me out, the free version of the show will only show up for patrons. So you have to do that over on Patreon. But if you just want to throw some bucks my way in the show notes, you'll also find links to listener support and my coffee for one-time donations. Thank you so very much for to everyone who does that. Y'all mean the world to me, and hopefully I am providing enough uh, value for your support. Thank you so, so very much. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly okay. But while you're down there, think about sharing something with somebody that you think would like it. Because getting discovered in this industry is truly the hardest part. Thank you to everybody who does that as well. Alrighty, let's end this the way we do everything by just reminding ourselves of some basic truths that some people have forgotten. Black lives matter, black trans lives matter, trans identities are valid. Now, go out there, be loud, be proud, and may you have the courage to ride your dreams into reality. And don't forget to have the fun. Bye.